Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. going all right there's a there's a hand clap there amen praise god amen i'm glad to have all you guys here with us amen what a great great time uh we are amen and what a what a great uh uh, uh temp uh, weather out there i mean it's been good it's been a good day uh, it's just uh crazy what's going on right now in our world amen and things are starting to unfold some things right now so we we just want to uh, stay faithful and what, what God's doing here at our church. Amen. So continue to pray for my wife and I, amen, as we make some moves. Amen. And so uh, I want to I wanna just share with you a little bit, amen, as we go forward. Amen. Of course, you guys all heard what our president said. Amen. The, our, the church is essential. We, we, we have known that all along. Amen. But now he's, he's uh, asking of us to, to go back and then we're a real big part. And we have been a big part through this time. Amen. And so um, right now, this, this is our plan. We already been planning of going back into our building. And so uh, uh, next Sunday, if the Lord's willing, we're going to make preparations. Of course, I'll make a video presentation to let you know if that's going to pa- happen. Amen. But but Sunday, amen, our, our doors are going to reopen. That's what our plans are. It's Pentecostal Sunday. And so what a great way to go back into the church. Amen. I think I, I feel ready to go back in. I, my wife feels ready. I believe the Lord is, uh, has uh, ministered to us during this time of, of this two months away from our church. And now we're planning to take steps to go back in. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. So I want to give the Lord some praise. Amen. I'm excited, amen. I was there yesterday for prayer, and it just felt so good to be in our church building, amen. And and uh, it's all clean and, and sparkling. It'll get even more clean as we get there, amen. Uh, on this Sunday, amen, we're, we're, we're setting everything up. But we'll give you some more information. Like I said, I'll check out the Facebook page on us, amen, and follow us uh, as I present uh, some, some things that we need to do as we get ready to go for those that are going to be coming, amen. So, uh, stay tuned. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's pray today. Amen. Let's pray for our message today because I believe I have a, a word from the Lord for us. Amen. So let's bow our heads and get ready to receive the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you today. Father, we thank you for every single thing that you've done. Every step along the way through this time, Lord, that was unknown, all new to us, Father, you have graced us. Father, you have graced us and the churches, Father, as we stepped into something new. And Father, Lord, we have come to our homes, Lord, and, and the gospel continue to be preached, Father. And so we thank you so much, Father God, for this time in our homes with you, my Lord. And Father, I pray right now as we make preparations, not only in our church, but other churches and other churches that have stepped in even today, Father God, that we, Father, do the, the necessary steps that we need to do, Father, that we will use wisdom and clarity, Father God, from, from hearing from your voice for our church. And I pray for PCLV, Father God, and I pray for our members, Father God, and people that call PCLV their home. Father, move upon us, Lord, and help us this week, Father, as we make preparations. But open up our hearts and mind, Father God, as we enjoy this time together right now, Father God. Though we may be physically apart, 
We are spiritually together, my Lord. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing that. You're amazing. You're everywhere. Father, you can be in every living room right now. In, in, and you move and you touch hearts. And people are getting saved, healed. Uh, prayers are being answered, Father, in the world. And the word is being preached, Father God. And so I thank you for joining us, Holy Spirit. Meet us again and move in a special way. And I pray for signs, wonders, and miracles that will take place when your word is presented, that they would hear the voice behind the voice, and that every ear that's out there, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say to them. And we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is so good. I want you to turn to the book of Jeremiah. Amen. Jeremiah 29. Now I'm going to be reading verses 4 to 7. And the Word of God says this, This is what the Lord of, of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives, to all those that are on lockdown. He has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. He goes on and tells him, goes, Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply, don't dwindle away, and work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I have sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare that de determines your welfare. Amen. I want to finish up part two of our mini-series, Hold On to Hope. Somebody out there say, hold on. Hold on. Come on, someone say, hold on. Hang on. Come hold on. on. Hallelujah. Hold on. Uh, no one's here saying, hold on. Hold on. Say, hold on. say it loud. Hold on. Come on. The prophet Jeremiah came to the people of Israel with a message of hope. Amen. How many, come on, need some hope out there today? Come on. This hope is more than crossing of our fingers, church. The definition of hope is this, to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or to be true, desire accompanied by expectation of, of or belief in fulfillment. Our hope, church, is a fulfillment. This hope is an eternal hope. Amen. So Jeremiah tells the people of Israel here, don't die in your crisis. Don't die in this captivity that you're in. Don't die in this lockdown. But he tells them to multiply. Come on, someone out there say, don't die, multiply. Come on, somebody say, don't die multiply. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah was encouraging the people of Israel here, amen, uh, to keep on going, amen, uh, even though you're in captivity, even though you're in a lockdown situation right now, I want you to keep on living. Uh, I want you to keep on going forward and hope, come on, will always be with you. Hope has always shown up in the midst of trouble. Can somebody say hallelujah out there? Come on, oh, yeah. when disaster hit our city of Las Vegas over two and a half years ago, I'm here to let you know that hope showed up, church, amen? Come on, when trouble came to harm our city, come on, uh, uh, back in October 1st of 2017, uh, where over 500 people were injured, uh, injured amen, uh, five, 59 lives were lost, amen, including the shooter, amen, uh, what my wife did, uh, what pre-CLV and other churches did in our city at that time, at that moment, was to pray. 
Come on, somebody. We began to pray for our situation. We began to pray for our city. And we prayed to our Lord. And guess what, church? Hope showed up. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Come on. It showed up in humanity. It showed up as people came together. Amen. In Psalms 34, 17 to 18, it says this. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles, and the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. Amen. When things, church, take place in our lives, when disaster hits, my God shows up and He brings hope. Hallelujah. Come on. We often wish that we wouldn't have to go through troubles. Wouldn't that be nice? Amen. We wish that we can escape the pain of grief, loss, and sorrow and failure. We even wish that we can escape, listen church, the small daily frustrations that constantly wear us down. Can somebody say hello out there? Hallelujah. But but God, come on, here promises to be close to the brokenhearted, to rescue those that are in their troubles. Amen. Rescue those whose spirits have been crushed. Amen. And he shows up with hope. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Come on. He shows up with hope each and every time. Let me tell you, church, he hears the cries of his people. See, he comes to be our source of power, courage, and wisdom, helping us through our problems and showing up with hope. Come on. Throughout history, Hope has always shown up, church. Come on, when those planes hit those towers in New York City, amen, on 9-11, hope showed up. Come on, when Paul and Silas uh, were in a prison cell, amen, uh, hope showed up in their midnight hour. Come on, turn to the book of Acts, chapter 16. What a great message here of history where hope showed up church uh, come on in acts 16 uh, 25 to 26 it says this but at midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and the prisoners were listening to them suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken and immediately all the doors somebody say all doors out there all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. Come on, notice it says at the midnight hour. Uh, this is the darkest time of the day, church. Uh, instead of complaining about their situation, uh, instead of complaining to God for doing His will, because, come on, no crime was committed, amen, when they were committed and, and put into jail, amen, they were thrown into prison for casting out an evil spirit. They prayed, listen church, they worship in their midnight hour and at the darkest time in their life. I'm here to let you know that hope showed up, church. Come on, church. I'm here to let you know that, listen, no matter what our circumstances are, what we're facing, amen, whatever we're facing, church, no matter what crisis is standing before us, that in our midnight hour, listen, church, we shouldn't be complaining, amen, we shouldn't be panicking, amen, but we should be praying and worshiping our God. Come on, somebody. I can just imagine. 
Come on, you got to look at the story here, amen. Come on, here they are in a jail cell. They're thrown into stocks, amen. They're sitting on their butt with stocks in their feet, and that's how they're, this is where they're at, amen. Instead of complaining, they start to sing. And I can just imagine, amen, in that jail cell, Paul and Silas were starting to sing, well, I'm so glad Jesus set me free, amen. Come on, you know what? Yeah, they started to sing, amen, the, the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. I just want you. Nothing else will do. Come on. They started to worship God in the midst of their midnight hour church. They started to worship God right there. Amen. Says God, it doesn't matter where we're at as long as we're with you. Amen. And you're with us. Amen. We can be in a jail cell. We can be uh, in a situation, but I'm not going to let it stop me from worshiping. If I'm going to let no rock worship in front of me. Amen. If I have breath within me, I am going to worship my God. Amen. And they started to worship God. Woo! Man, what a powerful worship that might have been, amen. To see all of a sudden, amen, they start to worship nothing else. Nothing else will do, amen. Lifting their hands and worshiping God. And all of a sudden, hope shows up, amen. The foundation of the jail starts to shake, amen. And he sets them free. Yes. Come on, somebody. That's what we need in our services today, amen. Come on, some of us are spiritually shackled down, amen. And we need to get into the presence of God, amen. And stop worrying, amen. Stop panicking, stop complaining, and start worshiping your God, amen. And He'll start to shake those foundations on your life right now and set you free. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody, give a shout out there. Woo! I'm out of breath, amen. Hope showed up, showed up, church. Hold on. Somebody say, hold on to hope. Hold on. See, when the Israelites were trapped between the Red Sea and the Egyptians that were chasing them, hope, listen, church, showed up again. It says right there in Exodus chapter 14, 13 to 14, it says this, and Moses, listen, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still. And you will see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see no more forever. Amen. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your Peace. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. See, Moses, God, here he is. God tells Moses, Son, I want you to use that staff, that staff that I gave you, amen. And I want you to put it in that sea, and I'm going to part it right in front of you, amen. See, God has given us tools that we can use when you and I feel trapped, amen. Come on, to part those red seas that are in front of us, amen. Come on, the the tools that he's given us is prayer. Come on, prayer parts red seas, church. Come on, come on, the armor that he gave you to wear, amen, parts Red Seas Church. Uh, hope that which lasts forever parts Red Seas Church. Moses tells the people, don't be afraid. Stand still and see. And God is telling us today, come on, as we go back, church, and plan to go back, don't be 
afraid. Come on. Stand still and see. Come on, church. God is about to move on the day of Pentecost, church. God is about to part some red seas in your life. Amen. If you can just stand still and see, amen, that the Lord is good, that the Lord is going to come and fight for you. Come on. He's going to fight for your marriage. He's going to fight for your kids. He's going to fight for your finances and the situation that you're facing right now. He says, stand still and see and watch hope show up again. When Shama, remember Shama? Come on, he was left alone in the middle of a bean field church. The Philistine army was coming towards him after all of Israel bailed on him. And hope showed up again. Come on, look at, look at 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 12. Come on, are you guys getting anything out of this? Come on, someone said amen out there. Hallelujah. Come on, someone out there needs to give a shout. Someone needs to give a testimony. Come on, someone says, yes, Jesus. Come on, someone out there. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm ready to go back. Come on. 2 Samuel 23, 12 says, but he stationed himself. I want you to listen to the word. He stationed himself, speaking of Shama, in the middle of the field and defended it. And he killed the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. Hallelujah. It says that he stationed himself, which means that he positioned himself in the Lord. Amen. And when he positioned himself, as the enemy started coming towards him, as he positioned himself, hope showed up, church. Listen, when crisis hit our lives, church, you must station yourself. You must position yourself in the Lord, church. Through prayer and confidence and hope will always show up. Can somebody say hallelujah out there? God is always, church, shown up in humanity. He's always, hope has always shown up in first responders. Uh, hope has always shown up in ordinary people like you and I, church. Uh, hope has always shown up with, with people of courage and love for one another. I'm here to let you know that hope is showing up for us, church. Why? Because He, our God, is close to the brokenhearted. Come on, our God rescues us whose spirits have been crushed, amen. And He hears, listen, church, the cries the prayers of his people. Amen. And he always shows up with hope, church. Amen. Hope has a name, and his name is Jesus. Come on, somebody. Somebody say Jesus out there. Come on, someone say Jesus out there. Come on. You got to shout his name, church. Let me tell you, in circumstances, circumstance, situations that you're facing, come on, you got to shout it out. You cannot whisper his name. You cannot, when you're going through something and you're going through a hard time, amen, you're facing a, 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 a red sea or you, you feel like you're in prison or something, you can't just say, Jesus. It's not going to work. You got to say, Jesus. Yes. Come on. You remember? You remember when Peter stepped out of the boat and he began to sink, amen? I'm pretty sure he didn't say, hey, can you help me, Jesus? I don't think so. Come on. He, he shouted out, Jesus. What did he say? Save me. Hallelujah. Come on. Someone out there needs to shout out, Jesus. Woo. Well, my neighbors heard me. Yeah, he's talking to you. Linda. 
church. We have a great leader. Look what Jeremiah 29, 11 says. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope, church. We are encouraged. We're all encouraged by a leader who stirs us to move forward. Someone who believes that we can do the task that's been given to us, church. Someone that will be with us all the way, church. Come on. God is that kind of leader. Come on. He knows the future. And His plans for us are good. They are good, church. And they are full of hope. Can somebody say amen? Listen. As God, as long as God, who knows our future provides our agenda and goes with us as we fulfill his mission, we have an endless hope, church, a hope, listen, that lasts forever. Come on, somebody. Come on, three things remain. Faith, hope, come on, love and hope. Come on, those are the three things. Hope will last forever, church. Now, that, now this doesn't mean that we'll never... We'll never face pain, church. Come on, somebody. Doesn't mean that we're not going to suffer or have any hardships. Come on, let's just get real here, church. Come on, doesn't mean that, that we won't have any battles, trials, or storms. Somebody say, oh my, hallelujah. But God will see us through, always, church, with hope. Yes. Look what John 16, says. Come on. I've told you these things so that in me, come on, in Christ... Come on, it's only in Christ. Church, is nothing else. It's only in Christ so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. It's right there, church. Come on, we're not going to be free from pain and suffering and serving Jesus. It says, you know what? In me you'll have peace. You're going to have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world, church. Come on. That's our hope, church, today. Uh, Jesus overcame so that we can overcome, church. Uh, how? Because he lives inside of us. And so if he lives inside of us, guess what? Inside of you. Inside of you. <laughs> Chinese there, amen. Guess what's inside of you? Hope, church. Hope is inside of you, church. Our hope is eternal. Come on. People have a lot of different ideas when it comes to hope. I hope that we go back to the normal. Come on. I, I hope that the economy gets better. Amen. I hope I get my job back. Amen. I, I hope the Raiders get to play and go all the way to the Super Bowl. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. We all have all kinds of hope, church. But here is the real deal when it comes to hope. That if you put your hope in something that goes up and down like a stock market, church, guess what happens to your hope? It goes up and down. It's not going to last, church. But if you put your hope in something that is eternal, well, come on, somebody say, well, out there, amen. If you put yourself, your hope in something that's eternal, then your hope, church, is eternal. Are you following me, church? Hope came into the world in Jesus. Our hope is more than a wish. Our hope is more than crossing our fingers, church. Our hope is a sure thing in our eternal, in our eternal Savior, church. Come on, this is for real, for real here. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says this. 
And yes, somebody say yes out there. Yes to all of God's promises is in Christ. When you say yes to God, when you say yes to Jesus, all of the promises get released to you, church. Jesus came into the world and he came saying yes to all of God's promises. Amen. Over 7,000 of them, church, and the word of God. Amen. I believe Brother Garrett counted each one of them. He told me 7,000. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, come on. They're there for us. He came to say yes to those promises for us. Romans chapter 5, verse 3 to 4 says this. We also have joy with our troubles. Because we know that these troubles produce patience. And patience produces character. And character produces hope. Come on, church. Listen, never let temporary situations, circumstances, steal eternal hope from you. Come on, this virus is temporary, church. Fellas, Guys out there, the face that she gave you after doing something dumb, it's only temporary. Come on, somebody. But Jesus, Jesus offers hope, which is eternal, church. It's eternal. Someone out there say, hold on to hope. Come on, somebody say, hold on to hope. Hallelujah. Church, but we have to pray. We have to pray, church. In times of needs, times of crisis, times of troubles, we need to pray and we need to seek him and we need, we need his clarity, church. See, one of the reasons that we as a church were sent home was to pray. Come on, come on, to establish a house of prayer. To establish, listen, a sanctuary. To establish his presence, church, in our homes. Look what Jeremiah goes on to tell them. In Jeremiah 29, 12-14. He says, in those days, and he's talking about troubled days here, church. He's talking about crisis here. He's talking about captivity. He's talking about lockdown. He's, he's talking about times of uncertainty. He says, in those days... When you pray, see, it doesn't say thinking about praying. It's not saying that if, uh, uh, when you have time to pray, it says when you pray. Somebody say when. When you pray, listen. When you do that, church, it goes on and says, I will listen. And if you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. And I will be found by you, says the Lord. And listen, listen. This is the best part right here, church. And I believe this is what the Lord is talking to the church right now. He says, when you pray, I'll listen. I believe the Lord has been listening to our prayers. I, been, I, I believe the Lord put something in President Trump's heart to speak what he spoke about the church. Come on. When you pray, we've been praying, church. We've been praying. We've been praying. He goes, I will listen. And when you look for him, when you start to seek him, you'll find him. But then he says this, I will end your captivity. Mm. Woo, come on, did you, did you get that? I will end your lockdown. Come on, somebody. I will end your captivity and restore, listen, your fortunes. 
I will gather out of you, out of the nations where I have sent you, your homes, and I will bring you home again to your own church building. Come on, somebody. It says, I'll bring you home again to your own land. Come on, to a place where you can assemble, to a place that you can gather as a people of God, to a place that we can come together as holy people and worship and praise God. God is about to return us back from captivity, back home to the church, and he's going to return you with fortunes. Woo! Come on, some of you guys are going to get raises. Come on. I'm prophesying that right now. God's going to bless you. If you've been faithful in this captivity, if you've been faithful in this lockdown, God is about to blow your mind. If you've been seeking him and you found him, God is about to do something in your life. Come on. Come on. God is about to do something. He goes right here. I'm going to end your captivity. And I'm going to restore your fortunes. And I'm going to gather you from your homes and bring you back home again to be a family. Come on, somebody. We have prayed, church, and the Lord has heard us. And he is going to restore his house. God is bringing us back home. God did not forget about his people. He has not forgotten about you. You may feel where was God in the situation? Where was God in the storm and the battle? Where was God in this crisis? Amen. Even though the Israelites, listen, were captive in Babylon, he planned to give them a new beginning and a new purpose and turn them into a new people with hope, church. In times of troubles, in hard situations that you face, it may appear, though, as God has forgotten you, but God may be preparing you, church. Come on, bringing a new purpose, bringing new beginnings, giving us all, listen, a fresh start. Come on, somebody. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. He hasn't forgotten us, church. God is preparing us. Amen. He's bringing us into something new. Come on. A new church. Amen. Come on. New beginnings. A fresh start. Amen. He's cleaning the slate. Amen. What you've done in the past is gone and forgotten. Amen. As you go forward and keep on living, God is about to bless you and he shows up with hope. This lockdown has been a preparation for us. Preparing this church for a great comeback. Come on. The devil thought he shut the doors, but the doors are getting open. And we're coming back with a great comeback church. Come on. With God, with the, what, 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 what was intended for evil, God is turning for the good church. Come on, we're going to come back strong. I don't know about you. I'm excited what the Lord's about to do. He's going to restore, 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 amen, our fortunes. He's going to restore joy. He's going to restore love, and he's going to restore hope in our lives. Come on, he's releasing us from captivity, and we're going to stand into the presence of God, and we're going to move forward. Can somebody say Amen. Listen, as long as you pray, as long as you were seeking and making him the center of your life, hope will always show up, church. You got to pray, you got to seek, and he has to be the center. 
And when you do those things, hope always shows up for you. See, according to God's plan, his people were to have a future and a hope. Come on, that we can call on him, our Father, who art in heaven, in confidence. Come on, church. Although the exiles were in a difficult place and time, they did not need to worry. The prophet said, you don't need to worry because God's presence is here. Come on, they had the privilege of prayer, God's grace, and they had hope, church. Come on, that's what got them through the season. That's what got them through that crisis. That's what got them through that captivity there in Babylon. That they continued and they held on to the message of hope that was brought by the prophet. Come on, that message of hope to continue to live and continue to grow and continue to seek and to pray to your Lord that he'll supply all your needs and he'll bring hope, church. That this is what he said. He goes, man, you're going to multiply. You're going to increase. And now the time came that I'm going to release you. And I'm going to restore unto you everything. Everything. Everything that you lost is coming back. Coming back 10, 30, 100, 40, whatever fold. He's coming. He's bringing it, church. He's bringing it, church. Hallelujah. Come on. Can somebody say amen out there? Amen. As I close today, it says, if you seek him wholeheartedly. Come on. Have you been seeking him wholeheartedly during this time, church? Come on. If you seek him, I'm here to let you know. You'll find him. You'll find him. I found my Lord, amen. I, I found his presence. I, I found uh, his security. I found his wisdom. I, I found his understanding. I, I found his clarity, church. I, I found him, amen, in the midst of our troubles, amen. I, I found him where I needed to be found. I, I sat at his feet. I, I listened to, to him, amen. He poured out, amen. He restored. He, he brought order back into my home, amen. He brought a sanctuary in my own house, amen. Come on, that I, his presence is here, and his presence is going to follow us wherever we go yes. that's our hope church but if you seek him wholeheartedly he says I will be found see nothing church nothing can separate us from this hope in Christ Jesus look what Romans chapter 8 let me close with this <clears throat> Romans chapter 8 verse 34 I mean 35 to 39 The Word of God says, can anything separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us? Listen, when we have troubles or calamity, or if we're persecuted or hungry or broke or in danger or threatened with a, with, with a crisis or a virus. Come on, as the scripture says, for your sake, we are killed every day and we are being slaughtered like sheep. He goes on to say, no, despite of all these things, all these things that may come against us, church, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced. Are you convinced today, church? I'm convinced. Come on. I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love or from his hope. Neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither fears nor 
for today or worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love, God's hope. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. Nothing is going to separate us, Lord. This virus could not separate us. Amen. No disaster can separate us. No disaster that hits our city can separate us, Lord. No Red Seas that stand in front of you can separate us, Lord. Come on. Not a lockdown in a jail cell can separate us from the love of God. Nothing in all creation shall separate us from the love of God, church. That is our hope. Our hope is, church, that when you call on Jesus, and I, pr- I, I pray that you were during this crisis, during this time that we're in still presently, that if you cry out to Jesus, he always showed up with hope. He always showed up with hope, church. There's an old song, amen. If you got any oldie but goodie guys out there, or ladies out there of Gladys Knight and the Pips, she sang a song named Midnight Train to Georgia. Come on, how many know that song out there? Come on, hallelujah. And part of the song says this, I'd rather live in his world than to live without him in mine. Come on, church. As I close today, let's live in his world and let's hold on to hope. Can somebody out there say amen? Come on, hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord some praise, amen. I'd rather live in his world than to live without him in mine. Hallelujah. God, we need you, Father. Father, we need your hope today. We need you, Father God, in a powerful way, my Lord. Father, we need hope in our situations right now in Jesus' mighty name. God, we call out to you. Save us.